Welcome to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast, brought to you by the Iron Tavern and Spellburn. Our cast of characters for this campaign is Baptist, the cannibalistic thief, Nuniklaus, the boom cannon wizard, Jargon, where did he go, halfling, Santh, cleric of Mani, Vixila, the guardian warrior, Gonlex, the warrior who dreams of seafaring journeys, Mephrodis, the corrupted wizard, Bong, the glistening warrior, Aram, the sergeant-at-arms warrior, and Jadawan, the apprentice wizard. Escaping the intricate tower defenses Leotah had set for the raiding adventurers, Mephrodis planer stepped the party out of the sorceress's extra-dimensional playground. Choosing Silamar as their destination, the adventurers find themselves in front of the renowned inn of the slumbering drake, seeming an appropriate place for the weary adventurers to get a feel for the town. Inside, the party enjoys food and drink under the soothing tones of Brianna, the musically talented bard, while enjoying a game or two of dragon darts. So like I was telling the other guys, I think the first bit of tonight will be a little bit of meta, so I know who's going where, what kind of timelines you guys want. Make sure we focus on the group of characters you guys want to focus on. Uh, we covered a fair amount on the community group, but I didn't really want to get left behind because either they were busy or, you know, sometimes yeah. when you a, a small set of us can determine direction and another person was too busy with either work or school and wasn't able to uh, keep up. So I want to make sure we're all on the same page with that. And then... Uh, Hopefully we can begin the early exploration of Silomar and so that I can help solidify one, let you guys get a feel for the place, so that you guys have a better idea of what path direction you guys would like to go, whether it be more research in town or, you know, heading out somewhere or something like that. So that's what I'm thinking for tonight, if that's amenable to everybody. Yeah, I think we should have like a, a team yeah. conference as we go into this tavern and proceed to get drunk, figure out what's going on, so Okay. So, um, are people heading off the next day? Is that what's going on? Do you want to do a little bit of the tavern first yeah, and let's, then let's, it's okay. decide what you guys are doing? Yeah, let's just see what everybody's, what direction we're going in. Are we got, are we still in kill Leotah mode or what are we going to do? So, okay. So, so everybody should remember last week you guys were continuing the assault on Leotah's tower. You guys found yourself in that strange little room that was uh, that's up on the map right now. You guys ended up going through the fireplace flames. It's brought you into a long hallway, presumably underground hallway, that was heavily trapped. It took its rather serious tolls on everybody, uh, making their way through that hallway. And Level zero person. Yes, level zeros <laughs> did not have a good time. Um, and then you guys reached a... Circular room, the voice of Leotah had said, uh, retrieve the four brothers, bring them to the center of the room, uh, and, and be granted audience with Leotah. You guys debated that, the wisdom of that, how healthy you guys were, and Mephrodis ended up planer stepping you guys back out. And you guys chose to go to Slamar because you had found the names in a ledger that was rapidly disappearing out of the desk drawer of... Um, the name Hargan, H-A-R-G-A-N, and Lantis. I'll throw those in chat so they're out there. Um, you found those with gold piece amounts ranging between, I think I said, 450 to 700 gold uh, transactions. Uh, looked like they were receiving payment. Um, you're not 100% sure, but it also had this, the town name Silamar, which Vixila, of course, recognizes, and maybe someone else in the group. But either way, you guys have been exposed to Silamar. Uh, you know, previously, 
from some of the earlier mentoring we did. Silomar, for point of reference, is east of the great city, almost across the mountain range that you guys have been in before. Okay. And there's a little bit of a trade route between the two. It's rough land, so it's not like, you know, a, a massive highway, but there's a little bit of trade. Great city would bring stuff in over the sea and then ship it to Silomar, and Silomar would probably export, you know, uh, iron ores, things like that, back to the great city for that. So... You guys really, as a group, haven't explored Slumar much, and that's pretty much where we're at. So I don't know which paths people want to go. If you guys want to focus on a few set of characters. Well, I know for certain that Vixila will um, will visit her parents when she gets back in town. Okay. Um, what time of day do we arrive? Like, I know we planar stepped, but I didn't know, like, specifically if there was a, a time or a date that we got, we got there. You guys, I'm, I guess I was picturing, like, early evening like 7 o'clock something like that in the evening for some reason and I don't know if I have a good reason for that but that's what for some reason I'm picturing okay and how many um, I mean has it literally been like weeks since we did that Silomar adventure has been a couple months and, like yeah that, that one's probably been that one's probably been a couple months I would think okay even with our rapid movement I think there was probably some time gaps in there yeah there was some yeah I think we did that. I, I think there was yeah, so I would call that probably a couple months. So it's fall now, and uh, probably in the summer over there. So yeah, Vixila will will drop by her um, her family's home and rope making shop, and basically just kind of say hello. I'm back in town. I'm going to drop back by this evening, but I'm going to get these yahoos set up at the hotel at the inn. Inn of the Sleeping Dragon. Is that right? Okay. Is that, what's the name of the inn again? Inn of the Slumbering, slumbering Drake. Dragon, right? Slumbering Slumbering Drake. Inn in of the Slumbering Drake. Yep. Cool. But yeah, I'll drop and It's a by. rather let, large expanse. Let my folks know that I'm back in town and that they'll be seeing me. But we have some business to attend to before I can enjoy some downtime because I don't want to I want to be mixed up in the group's affairs while we're here, so. Okay. You don't want to introduce us to the family? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, so Vixila's going to do some visits and then help get people settled in at the end of the slumbering drake. So for the first evening, Jargon's going to be staying in town. He's not going back to the Great City. Okay. Um, his goal was to kind of rub elbows with some of the local merchants. Okay. Get in good with them and help Bap, I think, if he was staying, with um, trying to find out information about these two uh, names that we had found. Okay. Oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Sort of corrals with the local merchants and help Baptists gather information about uh, Hargan and Lantis. Right. Okay. Methodus is going to go lay down somewhere. Okay. The inn will be able to provide rooms if you wish a room. Uh, yeah. Um. How how burned up are you? Pretty bad. I think I'm down to threes and everything. Yes. Good lord. 
So he's been worse. <laughs> yeah, but if you're at three, that means you're in full uh, hideous chud mode, so I better take care of that. <laughs> better, get, better get things taken care of. New favorite title. What, hideous chud mode? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I've seen too many Kevin Smith movies. Is that a uh, battle stance? I think it is, right? That looks favorable. Uh, so, Jeffrey, that roll, that 24 that I just rolled, yes. was was to cast Restore Vitality. Okay. Um, Santa's going to help, help Mephrodus with recovering here since he is doing... Well, I don't know how much that really kind of helped... Uh, advance the cause of my god but yeah. I know that I know that uh, Monty didn't she was giving me the vibe that we shouldn't be there so getting us out of there seemed to be in line with what her will was for me <laughs> so since, since he since Mefford has helped Santh get out of an area where um, he didn't need to be in yeah he's gonna he's gonna help him out alright dude Hold on. You get nine points back to any one ability of your choosing. Man. All right, well, I'm back to full on stamina. There you go. And that'll bring my hit points back up. <clears throat> is anybody else, like, down in, uh, down in hit points, too? Like, does anybody need... I don't remember any of the main party getting they, hurt. They need class... Down uh, seven attribute points, and he is down nine hit points. Well, so I guess that's kind of what we'll do as we're kind of walking through town. Santh will be saying his prayers, and um, you said it was early evening, so maybe the moon is starting to come out. And, ooh. Yeah, it's probably. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's critical. Beauty Klaus is getting special touch. <laughs> that's going to be restore vitality. It's like a, almost maximum, right? Yeah. It, 30. No, not quite, but it's it's getting up there. Um, well, it's critical, so don't forget to add your caster level. Yeah, caster level. Oh, again? So, yeah, so you have your 27, then you add your caster level. So, yeah, it's a 30. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I can designate up to 10. Oh, my goodness. So I can designate up to 10 targets within 60-foot range. <laughs> all targets, the cleric restores all ability score drain, even if it is permanent in nature, and heals, wait, wait, and heals all creatures to their full hit point total. Yes. <laughs> nice. Dude, that saves, that saves what I was mean. If the restoration is associated with an injury, the injury is also healed. Um, for example, if lost strength was from a broken limb or severed hand, that limb is restored to functionality, um, nice. provided the severed body parts were retained. <laughs> <laughs> That's extremely um, nice. But yeah, I guess that also means like if anybody's down luck or anything like that, does that heal luck, Jeffrey? I don't think it heals luck. Yes, it does. But yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, it does. It heals everything but luck. Yeah. But yeah, so everybody should be completely healed and all ability damage has been erased. 
Awesome. That's like for permanent stuff too. So like from all the times that Mephrodis has died, his agility penalty is erased. It did say that. That's it did I, say permanent. That is that's yeah, phenomenal. Nice. <laughs> nice. My personality's back up to fourteen. So even with my even with Mephrodis's root feet and oozing sores on his face, he's still very charming. You, you still have to you still have to eat out of your boots. Yeah, I still have to do that. One day, when we got nothing else going on, Mephrodis might want to quest. Up. God, I have to like go through like, previous character sheets to see if I even have any abilities that are down lower than they should be. I don't think I do on any of my guys. Not that I'm requesting anything, Jeffrey. I can take care of that. No, 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 I'm good. This, this game has such a finality to it that usually when I give it ability score knock, I'm like, well, that's never coming back. Yeah, so far. <laughs> it's taken six levels to get any of it back, so. That's pretty, that was pretty much the hottest restore vitality check nice. ever. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty darn good. I know we, I know the community is usually a little anti using it all the time to restore ability damage, but I don't feel like we abuse that very much at all. Yeah, that's just because they play low level crap. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> You're recording, Matt. <laughs> yeah, edit that out. Just, just, uh, just remember, listeners, the um, individual uh, player characters' opinions may be their own, <laughs> and usually are, and often aren't even my actual opinion. <laughs> Standing character. That's kind of cool. I got like a, a call out on Google Plus today for somebody who was like, I didn't even know you were in that game. I saw that. So <laughs> I just call out to Sean. Uh, by the way, Sean, 10 episodes later when you hear this, hey, how's it going? Keep <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I guess that takes care of healing for the evening. <laughs> Good job. That's that simple. You said Sam is heading back to uh, Great City, right? Um. Let's, yeah, I mean, since we're kind of meta everything right now, he like, anyway. He like he like drops. He does the restore vitality, drops the mic, and walks away. Throws. While we're playing a meta game here, why don't we like? I hope a ghost oh, appears and throws a, a flag over his shoulders. <laughs> I got a very, very James Brown esque. Um. But yeah, like we we're saying, since we're metagaming stuff here anyway, um, yeah, I mean, my intention was, since it appeared that most of the party was sending, it seemed like about half of our guys yeah. were going back either mm -hmm. to the Black Goat or to the Great City anyway. Mm -hmm. So my thought there was, um, if everybody was kind of up for adventuring in Silomar, I mean, I kind of feel like... Like, Vixila has a couple quests that I wouldn't mind looking into, or at least, like, cause she kind of wants to um, do some stuff nearby. Um, and if we're kind of looking for things that we'll need to find to raise um, a miracle, we're looking for information on these guys, it kind of made sense. I don't want to, mm -hmm. like, I don't want to force us to stay in Silomar. I'm not saying that at all, but it seems like it would be convenient mm -hmm. for us to kind of focus on a group here. Yeah, I'm actually. And since, since everybody's kind of sending stuff away anyway, it made sense that we'd send Sam back to look over the temple um, while yeah. we stayed focused here. I agree with that. That was my, my that was my thoughts. My only concern would be a cleric if we were able to hire one out 
or befriend one or something so that we have somebody to heal because I think Prospero's still at the temple too, isn't he? Yeah, he was in the sewers um, uh-huh. doing penance when we went into the tower. So he has gone back there, so he is there, but really there's no one defending the temple anymore. I realize there's a powerful spell on the temple, but I wanted to yeah, send Aaron back to take care of that. Because, I mean, yeah, but Santh definitely, I mean, I feel like we had our first really good ritual, but we still haven't they don't have like any that many acolytes or hell we took half the guards from the temple and got them all killed so yeah there's yeah, true. yeah that was pretty rough well I would kind of like to get down to playing one character for at least a several weeks which would be a nice change of pace and probably a relief to everybody so did did you ever excuse me did you ever deter- determine what's going to happen is, is he the ball yeah well, I'm kind of wanting to find out what's going on here so I can send him off on something related possibly to what we're doing so that he'll have a window to come back in. Because I enjoy playing well, this was, him, but. This was my thought about, I mean, I still want to get Leotal and take her out. And I thought maybe if we could group out of her sight a little bit, I thought maybe Bong may want to try to set up a camp somewhere yeah, if we're, the city. if we're talking about, um, I would like to keep Bong out of the city for a while. I don't think that's been good for my psyche, having him in there. But uh, I would like, if, if we're going to need force, maybe he can go, like, because apparently all the henchmen he can find in the great city are really crappy. If he could ride north <laughs> and look for some true henchmen, like AD&D henchmen, as opposed to hirelings, that might be good. And if, he's, if they're going to be needed. If not, he might just go... He needs money. He's flat broke now. He's about to give the rest of his money to Colgrim and Aram to pay them for their wages and take care of all the expenses that he's accrued in the city. Would Bong like some uh, traveling money? Uh, Bong's not going to take the money. I mean, I, if he can go out and quest, maybe he can, like... Just have, like, some side jobs or something? Yeah, just something, you know. If he can raise an army, he'll just raise the whole north and take all their treasure, Viking style. and <laughs> He's not my flat broke, but he's 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 low on funds. My thought for why we were like just kind of jetting out of that place was one, we were in no condition to find her a facer when we got to it. Yeah, Two, we, had to get we to probably couldn't have even gotten through the other four tunnels that we had to clear in order to get these brothers to get them together. And three, and she might not come out anyway. Right, and three that we probably just need to be a higher level in order to actually take her on, so that we're not as burned down by the end of all that trial. Yeah, we need to go in next time with a little more information, if possible. I think we went in blind. I mean, I assumed it was going to be the old tower. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody else assumed that or not, but I kind of did. Yeah. I mean, I knew it would be something different about it. But I didn't realize it would all be different, and I kind of feel Bong feels guilty that he killed thirty men. There's also the issue of the Temple of Justicia. I mean, they might have some questions too about their people. Did they? They died, right? Or did they? Any of them make it? We lost everyone. Every everybody that wasn't a party member, we lost, except for Colgrim and Aram. So Sam may need to have a little uh, smoothing over with the Temple of Justicia. Not yeah. that they didn't know what was going to happen if they came over into it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about that. I mean, not to sound. <laughs> no, I just, I just, it might be good to keep a lower profile in the city than we have been. 
Oh yeah. I mean like when Sans goes back, like I'm definitely I'm only going back for like Yeah. It's all temple business. Yes, mm-hmm. all temple business. I don't care about Leotard. In fact, I mean, I probably have even more of a reason not to care about her now, just since like throughout that entire um tower very few of my spells worked and then we set foot in a new place and I just had like two amazing roles. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the it seems like Monty is in favor of me not being in that temple. So I'd say also keep an ear to the ground if there's any rumors about the Assassin's Guild and what they may be doing or the Thieves Guild that is. Just because we managed to have pissed them off even though it doesn't seem that they know that we're really involved in everything. Yeah. It could eventually get back around to Yeah, they're going to forget about that. Is Strobia's there to throw them off? No, oh, I forgot about that. No, okay, so Sant is going to go back to the city. Bong is going to wander in the wilderness and... Coat himself in grease and oil. Think about... Think about how his life... Think about all what to do. Yeah, think about all the wrong yeah, it's kind of like he's a was a shaman by trade, and he left that in his youth. He didn't take up the what it was required of him, became a a roving barbarian. And uh, I don't know. Since he's gotten to the city, he has a lot of ambitions. And plus, since he's got that sword in particular, he's noticed that he's almost out of control. Huh. And uh, he's you know kind of he's got a lot of rage and. Uh, I guess even self-doubt right now because he he thought he was invincible sort of and he went in and he lost everybody. He realized maybe I'm not that great captain after all, or maybe I just need to need to hone my game a little bit. So, so I, I kind of wanted to get him out because he's got he's got some rage issues right now. Yeah. Well, when you first said like retire, I was like, whoa, that was kind of well. I considered that at first. I considered that, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to keep him around because I enjoy playing him, but I don't, I, want to... I don't think he should. I, I can see how, like, what you're saying actually kind of falls better in line with the character development. You know, like, obviously meta speaking, but I think it just kind of makes sense. He kind of gets to a point where he realizes, oh, crap, I need to take some time and figure all this out. Well, Bong's big motivation with raiding the tower to begin with was money. It's like he needed the money. He was stiff for a thousand... We were stiffed for a thousand gold, and... Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that was his big thing, and when he realized this Leotard is not paying up, it's kind of he still would like to kill Leotard, but uh, yeah, just for he would also like to pay the bills too. Do we have a list of everything that we can possibly sell? Because we could probably do that before he got out. He has a little bit more cash on him. Because that's I would wager quite a bit of stuff that'd be worth quite a bit of money. Yeah, there is a merchant district in Silamar, so you know there's room to trade here. Silamar's got a much different vibe than Great City in that uh, people are honest and clean and stuff. Yeah, it's like mountain clean. I mean, there's still it's got its seedy little underbelly. Uh, it actually has probably more. I don't know. Uh, it's got its seedy underbelly, but it's certainly it's more of a mountain clean miners and. Uh, because of the mining business, they do have you know trade. There's people's money because they're finding ore in the hills and mountains and stuff. So uh, there's certainly room to to sell some stuff in Silamar. Mm-hmm. So who has a list of what? <laughs> Where's uh, that journal? I have, I have a list of stuff, but I haven't really been I haven't been keeping up with all the stuff that all the dead, all the people we've lost have been carrying. I, I don't know if we've been. Bother picking up their swords. And there's been there's some stuff that was put up, like when Snish fell. Uh, yeah, his stuff was that was just like <clears throat> space katana, 
some other basic stuff. Everything else was pretty much fried because he got burned in the fire. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Most of the hirelings just had basic gear. They didn't have anything yeah. anyway. So it probably wouldn't even be worth salvaging. It wouldn't be worth really our time and trying to pick it all up. But aside from that, like your, your list is probably going to be as accurate as it gets with all the stuff we found in the tower for the first time through. Yeah, Mephitis has got a bunch of stuff written down, but from long, long ago. Yeah, I've got the balls, the space katana, hand axes, uh, hop light shield. Uh, effect stuff. Don't sell that. No, I'm not gonna sell okay, that. Okay, good. the skulls. I wrote down what felt like was important to keep. Yeah, I'm thinking that the skulls are probably good things for us to keep. The Carnifex stuff. I mean, yeah, I don't want to send that stuff. I mean, if we want to, if we want to send, if we need to send Bong or Santh back with some coin, I mean, I no, I don't. Santh doesn't. Santh doesn't need any coin. Like the temple's pulling okay. in money from okay. its daily operations, so well, that shouldn't yeah, be a problem. Bong's not going to I guess the question is, is clean. Bong going to try to? You gonna try to hire people? You gonna try to set up a camp, or do you just not know? I'd kind of like to wait and see what we're gonna do here. I mean, what? Okay. Uh, what okay. Focus. Yeah, on dude, like, that's kind of okay. what I'm doing with with Gonlex. He's like quote unquote semi retired. Noonie Klaus. Noonie Klaus wants to go back to Black Goat and spend some time with her. He wants okay. to take some of the odder things that we have, um, namely the. The beetles that have the faces in them. Yep. That we collected up. Um, yep, I remember those. Uh, those poor souls yeah. trapped in those. It's like all the tortured souls trapped in those beetles when we rescued uh, Gonlix and Mephrodis from the from death. Yep. That was pretty awesome. Stephen Newton was there. Take. Yeah. <laughs> we did have a. Um, so, Nooney Klaus, are you seeing him more taking a break from the Selimar track or something? He wants to get back to Selimar in time to... Well, I want to go. He wants to go and spend some time with her and okay. sort of try to get in in that, her little cult a little bit. So, I don't know how... Are you going to go far with him much. to call her a patron? Uh, potentially, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was kind of the idea. Okay. So, possible so he, he He's willing to spend some time there. Okay. So pretty much take some of the weirder things, hang out at Black Coat, or the Black Coat's, uh, yeah. what do they call them back in the hip commune? Commune um, back there, her little uh, community. Okay. So who else do we have? That's Aram and Colgrim back to the city with Santh? Uh, Colgrim will go. Aram is also going. Colgrim's just pretty much, he was just a hireling that we picked up right before the first yep. tower raid that just happened to... Uh, Survive. Happened to go to Mars with us and also come back. And he's very expensive. I would like to dismiss him. Okay. <clears throat> uh, well, I mean, keep him in good graces or whatever. But right, right. It's not like effective. you're suffering, just no longer on the payroll. So. He charges a lot of money. Okay. Aram, however, I think that he's a little more loyal since he was, he's been with us a long time. and spent through a lot. He's still around. He's probably one of Bong's actual henchmen as opposed to hirelings. So. I was going to send him back with money to take care of um, the burial of the dead. I was going to give him some papers so he could take over and uh, as captain of the guard in the smoke. Hopefully that works out for him. 
that way he's got a steady income and also get him to hire a bunch more hirelings to staff the temple security. Well, not a bunch. Okay. I mean, as many as were needed to, to have some security there at the temple. And he's going to oversee that, too. And also, I would like for him to check on our shipping interests. He's busy. I'm going to send him with a lot of money. He's going to care. I guess. So where does the black goat lie? Where's her? Okay, so Silamar's in the mountains towards, like, on the other side of the range. So Silamar's on the eastern side, so the black goat would be northwest of Silamar by probably at least three or four days away. Okay. To the northwest, because she was in a valley on the western side of the mountain range further north. Silamar's sort of sitting on the eastern side of the mountain range further south. So at least a four-day trek, and it'd be the a northwesterly direction. Never just get planer step, y'all, okay. wherever you want to go. You know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'll just. I think I'll just um, take a some kind of. Okay, so does that leave us then with Mephrodis, Vixila, Baptist, and Jargon as the Silamar group that gets the focus? That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's my intention yep. for Mephrodis being my character for a while. Okay, so I sort of know. Let me make sure I've got this right. Bong's headed out looking for henchmen. He might see what's going on tonight here at the inn, get yeah. a little bit better idea of what... It, it, within the next day or two, he's probably going to leave after he gets a slightly better feel for what the main group's going to be yeah. doing. Bong's going to hang see around how for a while and just drink hard and think about where things went wrong. Okay. And then and then if something comes up, he's going to be ready to, to attend to that need. Okay. Nunu Klaus will probably head off to the Black Goat. Uh, take the strange items with them, possibly consider taking the black goat on as a patron. Uh, Abrams uh, headed back to the city, probably with Santh, just for protection type deal. And I imagine Colgrim's going to go ahead and head back to the great city. Uh, And then Abrams also going to take money back that's provided for the burial of the dead henchmen, Uh, take a letter from Bong for hopefully a captain of the guard spot in the smoke, uh, recruit some more temple guards to help Santh out at the Temple of the Moon, and check up on the shipping business that you guys were trying to start right. from there. Conlix is out at sea. Santh is just back to the temple pretty much, right, Dustin? You're, You're muted, but... Thank you. Um, my, uh, my main goals are, yeah, just to go back to the temple. And, um, like, I wrote you a little post that had some of the goals of Santh and Don Lexan and while they would be off screen, but yeah, he's basically just grow the temple in the, in the time downtime that we have. Okay. Do some priestly okay. shit. And in Stillamar so far, what we've got as near term action items is obviously find a place to stay. Uh, you're sort of out front of end of the slumbering Drake right now. Um, trying to figure out who Hargan and Lantis are, the names from the ledger that uh, Mephrodis kept from completely disappearing. Um, and Mephrodis has interest in trying to transfer a miracle's spirit, which he believes is still with him because he still gets that chill presence, into some body or form, I'm assuming, to help assist with a future attack on Leotop. Right, but- I figure he would be, hopefully, a natural enemy, and by this point, see us as... <clears throat> hapless dupes who killed him on accident and would like to make things right. And Bong, Bong was the most responsible for that, so he's gone now, so maybe he's less mad. Okay. Anything else from the Silamar 
party. Vixila might have some thoughts. What's Vixila with what you know so far? Does Vixila she's going to go visit her parents, see what's going on? Does she have other aspirations, or she just? I mean, she knows a little bit of information about the town, obviously, because she's from here. So some of the right. rumors and stuff the other guys will bring back, she'll be able to either verify, yep, I've heard that, I've heard that rumor, that's true, yes, that kind of stuff. Is there anything else, grander scheme, that she's... Um, yeah, I mean, I think that she would probably go back and visit um, O'Hallahan McMyrie. It's probably somebody that she's going to look at, uh, to visit. Um, okay. As that? far as like, uh, she will definitely uh, ask him about those two names. Okay. To see if so, I mean that's like, if we break, she might make a recommendation or two about you know, hey, head in this direction, head in that direction. But that's probably who she will go to. Like if we take a day to to scrounge up information, and then meet back at the end in the evening, she'll go talk okay. to to him. Okay. Now, the, I think he's wiry. Then, what's that? I said he's wiry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so then the only question comes syncing of timelines across some of this. Uh, most people are looking at at least a three to four day trip to where they want to be, and then they can start doing their things. It'd probably take three or four days for Santh and. Aram and Colgram to get back to the Great City. Probably take three or four days for Noonan Klaus to get up to the Black Goat. Um, Bong, you know, indefinitely. So that's just probably the only other factor is trying to keep the timeline somewhat in sync. I would almost say it's safe to wager that the first couple of days in Silomar, for the, those of us that haven't been there, would probably be just to kind of get our bearings as to where some things are located each district, just to kind of get comfortable with the surroundings so that could kind of help bridge that gap if you wanted okay and that's what i was thinking i mean it's probably pretty safe to write off a week for the silomar group just like like adam said learning the place getting settled in i mean you guys have been on the run forever yeah that's gonna yeah so, we haven't stopped jargon and, needs to look anyway and just get high for a day or two <laughs> not having somebody trying to kill him is real pleasing to him yeah, that's certainly an advantage you guys have going on at Silomar at this point. Um, so that would work to keep the timelines in sync. And then we can probably some of this is best handled on the community group, almost due to the fact that some of it might be more private than some of the other stuff. Uh, and plus, it's harder to juggle the, the, the just two hour sessions, getting everything done. But I think the only rule would just be we can't accomplish more than what the main group has accomplished in that time so yeah. if you guys say you know we can easily cover a week uh that gets everybody to where they're at which means we at least have stuff to talk about on the community groups for each individual which is cool uh and then we can on the community groups handle the grand schemes of you know you know bong may want to establish a fortress and it starts out as a wooden fort that turns into a stone structure uh but you know, that all depends on how far his plans get, depend on how much time the Silomar group takes doing their stuff before they go back to the Great City. Does that make sense to everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Which Bong might do some of that stuff, but I think really now he's just yeah, kind of like, good. he's just reestablishing. I'm hoping he can, you know, just to he can spend some time and come back a little different than he was before. Okay. And that's cool. Um, 
Okay, so that leaves us with Mephrodis, Victila, Aptus, and Jargon. I'm not going to know what to do running for, like, one person. And you have no cleric. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think we probably need to pick up a cleric there yes. in town. Yeah. Would Vixila know where to find one? <laughs> is there a Temple of Mani in... So that would be too convenient. Well, Torg is going to ride off with Bone, I guess. And, uh, yeah, maybe we could we could find somebody. Anybody I mean, I... There is a I temple get, district. There's plenty of temples. I'm not entirely certain that um, we'll find somebody of, of Mani uh, there. But um, we'll probably... We can probably find somebody... Vixila's, I mean, Vixila's probably going to point us in the direction of finding, like, somewhat of, like, a warrior god or goddess, like, somebody like that that would be... And Vixila knows from her time in town that there was the uh, Chapel of Goron, which is uh, the warlike god of chivalry and valor. So she's probably mm-hmm. most familiar with, with that, popular amongst paladins uh, and soldiers and warriors. So, And Ooh. she does know there's a chapel... Uh, to that deity in the within the Lord's Gate area of the of the city. That might be fun just for <laughs> the contrast of our group and <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Who was it again? I was typing something. I'm sorry. Uh, the um, let me type it here. Gorhan. Uh, I'll type it out. And, uh, I would look a couple of indiscretions and vices. Gorhan, uh, god of chivalry and valor, but a warlike god, uh, regularly attended by soldiers and visiting paladins and priests. Uh, typically, before any large military undertaking, this would be the, the deity that was called upon. Hmm. And Silamar is a, a, I mean, it's a decent sized city, up to upwards of 3,000 people during the, the heavy mining seasons. Um, and, you know, mining, they do stir up trouble sometimes in the tunnels and the deep tunnels and uh, things like that. So it's not unheard of for there to be military actions of the, the townsfolk against, you know, underground creatures that have organized to launch attacks or push back mining operations or to defend mining operations and stuff like that. Bong asked Vic Sela, I mean, not Bong, Mephrodis asked Vic Sela, and she's <laughs> <laughs> Long habit. He just can't. He can't help himself. <laughs> Old habits die hard. It'll take me a week or two. Um, Vixila's mentioned Castle White Rock several times. I was going to ask her a little bit about Castle Rock, White Rock and what that was. Um, at least from her experience, she she'll definitely like relay the story of um, recently, as far back as. You know, a couple months ago, before she joined the group, um, she joined a group of, um, actually, no, she uh, she was with a group of um, some guardsmen and stuff from the town uh, that was uh, investigating some missing children from the town. And they found this strange obelisk and were um, investigating it when they got jumped and... Um, kind of everybody got knocked out and those that survived including her um, were turned into slaves by these strange um, demonic gnome-like creatures um, and I believe I don't I, Aaron you'll have to stop me if I'm 
mistaken, but I thought that Nooney Klaus was in that group as well. I have zero recollection of any of this. Okay. I'm fairly certain that. I remember that other funnel, and I do think Nooney Klaus came out of that. With, uh, because that other funnel, all I had were halflings. No, that's not true because because Kelly was playing Chris Butthurt and uh, or whatever his name was, Chris Buttwipe. Um, I like Chris Butthurt better. That's a little bit you know whatever. Um, and I had I had Redshirt Bob and Palamon who was a halfling and somebody else and like all three of my level zeros got got murdered and we ended up finding and I thought the errands I thought that's where you had like. Papalamundus or whatever whatever his name was from the uh, <laughs> like your characters are still up in the uh, yeah in the Obsidian Portal thing like there's a bunch of characters in there that I know are Aaron's <laughs> characters that died in this there. funnel. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, all my characters died, and I think yeah, don't you don't you remember Apollodundalus uh, and Powell? Yeah, I remember them. Those, Those are, are my, guys. my characters. Those are my guys. <laughs> Oh, okay. They died, and then Manfred came out of the basket. <laughs> yeah, Manfred out came out of the basket. And then Manfred died. <laughs> I, sw- I swear Nooney Klaus came from... Sorry, sorry. Nooney Klaus I mean, the Widower. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm almost certain. I would be willing <laughs> okay. to... I'm money to, I agree with you, but I, I don't remember. <laughs> in any case, that's just a complete blank. <laughs> uh, in any case, Vixila will uh, will be like, all right, you know, obviously a few of us have gotten stoned since then, but in any case, on his way to the black goat, he's going. Uh, <laughs> he's like, forget, he forget Silamar. Don't like this place. He's got a, he's got a uh, will, will kind of relay the tale. That some adventurers came by and helped spring her and a couple of the other townsfolk who joined up with the group um, and then saved the children. Um, but the, the evil gnome's home got flooded in the process. Um, and when she escaped, um, several people were heading to the great city to make their fortunes. So she accompanied that group of people that went there and whoever those people may or may not have been joined up with Satan's Glee Club and that was how so that kind of gets her back up to speed to where we're at now as far as like Castle White Rock she doesn't know a whole lot of the history she just knows that it is a um, large um, castle that was formerly occupied Way, way, way long ago, um, this rumored to have lots of treasure. Hmm. She may or may not have heard stories of a legendary Warhammer there, stories told by her one-time mentor, a dwarven trainer of the guard named O'Hallohan McMyrie. <laughs> <laughs> The Irish war. <laughs> where is, where's the castle at in relation to Civil War? Uh, east, towards the mountains. Okay. Jeffrey, if I'm wrong like on southeast. that, I apologize. Yeah, southeast. Southeast. Yeah, like south, southeast. Civil War is still in the mountains, and but Castle White Rock is like south, southeast. Probably about half to three-quarters day away. Okay. Three-quarters day, probably, to get there. 
Well, does does she recognize those names, Hargus and Lantis? She does not recognize those names. No. Let's ask around about them. Okay, you're standing in front of the end of the slumbering Drake. Where do you wish to go to ask about? Uh, let's um and, and Lantis. Let's um rest for the evening and do it in the morning. Yeah, let's get drunk tonight. If we haven't done that. <laughs> um. So you guys, for those, did everyone see the map I posted today? Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw it on the else dude. Of the city. Yeah. Yeah. So on that map, the end of the slumbering Drake is the large green-topped building, pretty much on the corner of King's March and the town square. It's a large building. Uh, I mean, certainly in comparison to the stuff in the city, I mean, it's very large. Okay. Uh, you guys are standing in front of that, and that thing's huge. It is very large, a prominent point of. It's bigger than the Lord's house. It is. What's the and deal with it? Why is it so big? It is made of okay. great. Logs. Um, it looks like a casino or something. Similar, yes. Similar, yes. Uh, it has Elven, um, Elven Casino. Same thing. They're natives, right? God damn it! I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> you got to edit that out. <laughs> 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 My wife's getting used to the co- getting ready to use the coffee maker anyway. I'll just leave it off in the mute and I'll tear up all this audio and you'll be like, shit. There's no there's no choice but to edit it out. And we'll have to relive everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the N is Oh, where did it go? Let's see. So it's a two story building. Uh it's stone with an attached stable to it. Um, it looks like it's had some repair done to it. Uh, not super recent, but at, at some point in time, it looks like it's had some repair. The roof looks a little newer than some of the other parts of the, the large inn. Um, when you guys go inside, as soon as the doors open, you can hear uh, some strumming on a lute coming from a, a off to the right side of the room. You come into the inn... And you find yourself, you know, right here, there's tables. It's doing a fair amount of business tonight. There's a, a bar back at the, the back. There's a couple empty tables here and there. There's some private booths. Uh, looks like the kitchen is back in through this way. Uh, looks like there's some stairs up back over here. Um, there's a very large uh, fireplace over here, a grand fireplace. Sitting up here at the front is this large, oversized, almost giant uh, of a man uh, almost ogre-sized, who has this coarse, black, greasy hair um, that's sitting here as you guys come in. He stands as you guys enter, and uh, he says, you guys don't look familiar. Do I know this fellow's name? Uh, you know this guy to be named Cookie. He is the a uh, cook-slash-bouncer. Uh, for the inn in the evenings. Nice. Um, Does he look demi-human or something? Is there something wrong with him? I mean, is there something different about 
Yeah, he does not appear human. He appears more of a crossbreed with, like, an ogre. So he stands, like, seven and a half feet tall, barrel-chested, just a beast of a, of a person. I mean, this is someone, if Bong's still with the group, because he still he hasn't quite taken off, he's getting a night's rest before he takes off, Bong would be thinking, this guy is fearsome. Bong I mean, the guy's not being threatening to you guys. Just he looks like uh, this guy is well suited as a bouncer. Vic Sela will will step up and be like, "Cookie, do you forget the last time that we went toe to toe? I remember you were the one that had to be picked up off the floor." Oh, uh, he he does this big laugh and he comes in and gives this big old like bear hug to Vic Sela and like lifts her up <laughs> off the ground. Her feet are kicking. And uh, gives a big old squeeze, her breath gets knocked out of her, and he puts her back down and gives her this big slap on the back and goes, Ah, oh, these are friends of yours? Uh, yeah, yeah, these are friends of mine. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> While they were hugging and all that, Jargon has, like, puffed his chest out as best he can. Uh, Jargon's she'll... up to, like, this guy's knee. Bong wants to shake his hand and size him up, you know. Yeah, she'll, she'll introduce everybody that wants to be introduced. So he's happy to uh, uh, shake hands, and as he's shaking hands, he sort of asks Vixia, hey, you got anything for me? And while he's shaking Bong's hand, this guy has an extremely firm grip. Your hand practically gets swallowed up in his hand. Uh, like Andre the Giant big. All right, to metagame it, like Bong and Sajin, what's his strength attribute? <laughs> uh, 22. Awesome. Uh, what does he mean by "Do I have anything for him"? You because know, if he means a cookie, then I will have found a. I would have taken a cookie from Mom and Dad's place, and we'll be handing him some type of a sweet. I bring him. I bring him one of Mom's famous Diadario lemon bars. And he is super <laughs> excited uh, about that. He takes it and he says, "I knew you wouldn't forget." And uh, <laughs> he chows down on that sweets, and you can tell his teeth. He must have an affinity towards sweets because uh, he's got a couple like rotten teeth out of there. Uh, yeah, but he greatly enjoys the the dessert, the treat, the sugary treat you brought him. And just make yourselves at home. Does the guy seem intelligent? Um, he seems slow. He doesn't seem. Completely dumb, but he certainly doesn't seem the sharpest knife in the drawer. Bong says, I'd like to talk to you at some point when you're not working. So I'll get with you later. And Bong walks over to the bar. Oh, he Bong. nods as he gnaws on this cookie crumbs falling on his chest. Dad just will follow Bong. Oh, Bong. Sit at the bar. Have yeah. drinks. Bong suggests we take this corner seat, these corner seats right here. You like it. Is there anybody sitting there? Which one? This one? Which or? corner? Uh, I see. Probably this one. I said the other one, but I think that one would be safer. Oh no, we need to take like this corner booth over here. All right, let's do it. We got a big enough party. It's a VIP booth. <laughs> so there are two people sitting at that table. Do we know them? <laughs> it's Hargus and Landis. Let's go turn in. <laughs> Yeah, we can sit down with them, right? There's enough chairs. Oh, there's plenty of chairs. Yeah. And it's you getting good to sit with them? Does it look like they're having a conversation? They are, they are conversing amongst themselves. Does it look like uh, it's in the hushed tones? What order of people listen? No, they seem like just two people sitting. Uh, 
they got uh, large mugs of ale in front of them. Uh, there is a sit down with them. There is a redheaded woman that is set up by the fireplace, sitting on like a, a little chest of some sort that is playing the lute. She's the one singing, uh, providing the entertainment. She seems to have a lot of the attention of some of the tables closer to her. Other people in the bar are sort of amongst, you know, caught up amongst conversations themselves. Is this table over in the left-hand corner? Open? That one is open. Yeah, we'll just go over to that one. I don't want to cause any trouble. And it's, for, it's far away from the loot, so that's good. Maybe we can't hear it. <laughs> good, good point. <laughs> Does she look like she's so, paid entertainment, I guess? What's that? Does the loot player look like she's paid entertainment, or she's just like open mic night or whatever? Um, open mic night. <laughs> She's good. It's actually she, she's actually her voice is very much in tune. Uh, she has good rhythm, good timing. Um, you're not sure if she's paid or not. Uh, if she's not paid, she's at least talented. Okay. <laughs> Jargon. You kill me. <laughs> this is encouraging. Jargon. I'll say for those folks that are listening, I guess. Uh, so Jargon just says out loud quietly to the group, it just had to be a ginger, and then he bites his knuckle in a dramatic <laughs> manner as if remembering the lost love. <laughs> <laughs> Jargon's just going to sit there quietly and drink. <laughs> All right, new, uh, new, new goal, boys. we got to get Jargon's bravery up. Keep feeding him drinks until <laughs> until the bravery gets high. You guys may want to do it in shot class form. He's not that big of a dude. I mean, take let's, a get some, let's get some liquid courage in this guy. So um, you guys head over to this table. As you walk over this table, you see some folks are playing some darts over here. There's a dartboard up against this area over here. There's a couple people shooting. There's another halfling that's uh, throwing darts over this way. Oh, yeah. sweet. Uh, it, when, he, when it's not his turn, he's like flipping this coin over his knuckles, uh, and then he watches as the others go. He seems to be doing pretty well at the game. Uh, it seems like the people he's playing against are rather drunk at this point in time. Does he have a toothpick uh, in his mouth? I'm picturing this. No toothpick, but he no toothpick, but he does flip a coin. You guys get this uh, uh, table over here. A um, silver-haired lady. Heads out from the bar to come over to you guys to, to serve you drinks. Vixila recognizes this as the proprietor of the inn itself, Lady Shantessa. Um, she's a rather attractive woman. She's got silver sheened hair. Um, and she heads over and takes your guys' drink order and offers you guys uh, a menu, a brief menu that has drinks and food on it. Um, She's got a couple different ales. She's got a common ale, a fancy ale, a pumpkin spice ale, and an imported dwarven stout. And she uh, also, uh, the, the menu contains, wants a stout? Yes, Shantessa. And uh, she seems to somewhat recognize Vixila uh, and sort of quizzically asks Vixila? Vixila will answer uh, and pass, you know, pleasantries, say, yeah. It's it's me. I've been away for a little while, but came back. We thought you were lost to the town. Um, no, I mean, after we um, after we saved uh, Michael's son and brought him back, uh, some of the group that um, had visited that um, 
Drowned Ruined, I followed some of those group to the great city to uh, see if I could make a bit of my fortune there. And my friends and companions here are um, those that I have been uh, seeking my fortune with most recently. Very vibrant lot, this one. (laughs) Baptist will ask if she's got any uh, special spirits they might keep in the back for special occasions. or. Yeah, Bong wants to order that for folks. She says she's got this... She's got this. She says she's got this aged and imported elven blush that is extremely tasty, uh, and she's got a couple bottles of that that have been imported in. What kind of what kind of liquor you got? Um, she says she has a uh, like a, a, a dwarven whiskey, uh, but it's pretty pricey. What do you think of that, Baptist? Yeah, bring it out. We're celebrating. Yeah, bring us the cask. Uh, she smiles and she says, "As you wish, uh, uh, you, you must be some rather uh, wealthy, wealthy friends of Bixila's to afford the uh, the imported dwarven whiskey." We're going to be watching this. Um, yeah. We're happy to be here. Uh, it's a great place to be. Will you guys be needing rooms for the night? Bixila, most definitely. Kind of most definitely. We're all going to crash at Big Seagull's parents' house tonight. No. <laughs> <laughs> they got some couches and stuff. Somebody can sleep on the floor. <laughs> Raid the fridge at midnight. And the parents aren't, aren't out of town, are they? No, nah, they're still here. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll take some rooms. I guess the house party is canceled. Man. <laughs> She says she's got beds in the large common room. She's got some double rooms. She's got some suites. Uh, yeah, it's gonna go for. What are the going prices for? Uh, for like a double or for a suite? Uh, doubles a gold piece a night, and a suite is three gold pieces a day, or twenty gold a week. Dragon's gonna grab a suite for himself. Baptist is getting a suite. Twenty gold a week. <laughs> That's outrageous. <laughs> Madness is springing. I can hire a whole army for that price. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Silamar. Madness will spring for Bong Sweet. Bong can afford it. Don't worry about Bong. He's not toting thousands anymore. He's just going to sleep in the stables. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. He's going to go head out to the stables, (laughs) sleep it off. I don't know. This town's, I hate to say it, I was going to retire him, but this town's really appealing to Bong. <laughs> he's already figured out the angles. <laughs> no, he's trying to get away from that. He's trying to be a little cooler. Okay. No uh, so she cool. goes off and she brings you back to the 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 whiskey, uh, brings you the ales people ordered. Uh, she tosses down a couple room keys for you guys. Uh, she says she'll be back to check on you in a little bit. Uh, she brings you some hot, uh, fresh baked bread, puts it down on the table. Nice. Uh, and you guys have yourself a nice little secluded corner booth. Ah, gentlemen, the comforts of home. Are we getting drawing any attention from the when you guys in the crowd first or? when you guys first walked in? You guys seemed like a bunch of strangers, but then the little exchange between Bixila and Cookie happened, and it seemed like people relaxed a little bit, and uh, you get an occasional glance, but it, people don't seem to be paying too much attention to you. Seems well, you like you gamble with that halfling over there throwing darts. There is a halfling throwing dirt. I think you can beat him, Baptist. Baptist? Jargon could if you had the luck. You know. 
So yeah, there's a couple people throwing darts. Uh, the halfling seems to be doing quite well. Uh, like I said, much to the chagrin of the other two people he's playing with. Uh, in fact, one of the people he's playing with sort of saunters off over to the bar and pulls up a bar stool. Looks like he's done. Uh, the they're throwing darts at a, a dartboard that has pictures of a, a dragon-shaped target. They stand about 15 feet away, um, and it looks like points are awarded depending on which part of the dragon's anatomy you hit. All right. Well, Baptist is gonna gonna stroll up to his room and come back in about five minutes, a little okay. more mellow than before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Baptist uh, heads off to his room and then comes back a little later. Drinks are at the table. Bread is there. You see, um, curled up on the bar as you walk back by, you see a uh, small, almost like pseudo dragon sprawled out across the bar. Uh, Lady Sanchesa walks by and like rubs its belly every once in a while, and it sort of like rolls over and puts its paws in the air and just seems to be enjoying the attention uh, as she goes back and forth from the kitchen and checking in on various patrons and stuff like that. Does she strike us like maybe she's a wizard or something? Is that, um, is that a familiar? I mean, she seems very distinguished. Uh, you can't quite pick whether she's a wizard or not. Okay. Uh, Thela knows she's owned this tavern, this this inn, for at least the past eighteen to twenty years. So I mean, she's been in town for a while. Ah. <sighs> Are there any wizardly types in here? There is a, I mean, there's lots of different sorts in here. A lot of these folks look like uh, some people are laborers from the mines, some from the market. Um, Mefford's just kind of sizing everybody up, you know, to make sure he just, he's not going to have to do well tonight. Um, up by the bar, you see sort of a tall, sort of aging man. He's got this flowing gray beard. Um, he looks probably the closest to some sort of wizardy type, though even that's hard to tell. And he's up, oh, about the midway point of the the bar sitting on a stool he's got a tall mug of ale in front of him uh he's got an empty set beside him um you see the halfling throwing darts over here you see this red red-headed woman up here doing the singing providing the entertainment um you see this guy you see a guy at the corner of the bar who's got like three or four empty mugs next to him his head is hung sort of low he looks sort of rough um those are some of the the folks you see that stand out a little bit more than the rest of the. Uh, so the wizardly guy, he's not like he doesn't have like goat's feet or a tentacle arm or anything like that that would tip him off and it's like, hey, something's wrong with this dude. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, what are we gonna do, fellas? <laughs> We got this whole inn in front of us. We got a party night. Yeah. What do I want to do? <laughs> yeah. Maybe Bob oh, my. Have some arm wrestling or something. Yeah, is there any arm wrestling going on? You going to try to start some arm wrestling? Well, I don't want to be that guy, but if there's already arm wrestling going on, I'll sit in. I mean, I'll join in. You see like a, a rowdier group of people sitting, seated over here at this table. Uh, they just seem a little more uh, jockish, you know, punching each other in the shoulders and stuff here and there and pushing on each other, and they're loud when they laugh. Uh, they look like uh, uh, probably maybe laborers, so they're all rather well-muscled. Um, 
you know, they're not necessarily arm wrestling now, but they look like candidates for something, you know, some sort of challenge like that or, or, or something like that? Uh, I'll keep an eye on them, I guess. Bong's okay. going to go over and challenge that halfling to darts. Okay. Uh, the halfling looks up at Bong and goes, you, you think you got your... Good at dragon darts? I've never played this game before in my life, but I'm. No, oh, then step right up. If I got a wager for you, uh, it, it, he flips his coin and uh, he goes. The competition tonight just hasn't been much, uh, and this halfling is very well dressed. His clothes are tailored to fit. Uh, you guys are used to hanging out with Jargon, and this guy's like ladies' man compared to Jargon. Just, just. <laughs> Clean cut, his buttons are perfectly straight. Uh, uh, he goes, so how much you wagering? We get four throws at the board. Highest score wins. Oh, I don't know. Maybe a silver? Silver? Oh, come on. We're Beginner's just, luck. You got to go at least a goal. We're poor, weary travelers, and this innkeeper just practically stole all of our money for one night here. Oh, Lady Chantessa charges quite reasonable rates. I'm sure you'll be quite pleased with your accommodations, sir. So All come, right. let's have some fun. All right, gold Grab piece. your drink, come on over. Gold piece, I'm going to destroy you, little man. <laughs> I, I, I think <laughs> not. Oh, the old ball is back. <laughs> <laughs> so, you get four tosses uh, at the board. And depending on what AC you hit, depends on uh, will will sort of determine your scoring. There's the you can completely miss the board, of course. Um, probably what will happen. There's a body. There's a wing, leg, head, and heart. Uh, head and heart score the highest, with heart the highest. Uh, legs a little higher than wing, and wings a little higher than body. Um, How does it work? Uh, we get four throws, so it'll be a ranged attack 15 feet you get darts and uh we get four throws highest score total at the end uh wins there's a bonus for like if you get uh two hits on the wings out of your four then you get like a bonus two points etc okay so uh in terms of rolls what do i need to hit d20 oh you just roll d20 and then we see what you hit because if you get like a um so like say you hit an ac of uh 10, then you'd get, like, two points for that. If you hit an AC of, like, 35, then you get 35 points. Okay. Well, Bong... So, Halfling will motion to you with a flourish and goes, you first. All right. Bong pulls out a dagger and gets ready to throw it. Oh, it's got darts. Darts, man. Darts. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize it was this... dart board. Where are you from? Are you from the south? Well, sort of. (laughs) 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 No. So, uh, Bong's gonna, he's gonna finish his Dwarven whiskey real quick. Yeah, finish that up. Give me, go ahead. He finishes it. He's gonna Take your his, time. Make his first throw. Puts one <laughs> right through the heart with a five. You don't have a dexterity bonus? Nope. <laughs> Bong's pretty so, average, except for what bonus, maybe? You get one point for that. All right, I'm doing good at this. Come on, Shorty, what you got? Oh, that's a four. So, you got. Yeah, Bong just got one point. This guy's got like he a just, he hit there, the yeah. wing, so he gets two points for that. And then you get to throw again. <laughs> Bong says he's quite okay. I got this. I got this. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. You know, you get a. Uh, 
Oh, another one point for that as you get a solid hit on the uh, the body again. He throws his dart, and he hits one of the legs, so he gets uh, five points for that. Dang. I think you're cheating. And then he motions to you with the flourish, and he goes, go, come, stranger. All right. You, you seem quite adept at this game. Will? We, uh, we should have wagered more. <laughs> Bond says, you, you wish we would have, and he throws it again. All right, I got five oh, points. Oh, and, and you hit a leg, and you get uh, uh, five points for that. And he goes, oh, you're mounting a challenge, I see. I'm getting better. Uh, and he burns uh, two points of luck so that he can <laughs> bump up into a, a five for that as well. Oh, I see how it is. And last throw. So, all right. I'm summoning all ah, my... Lucky draft. All right, here we go. Fourteen. And he does his last throw. He only gets a... 10, you got you hit a wing for two points. That also gets him a wing. However, he has two hits on the leg, so he gets an extra five points for that. So he beats you rather handily, and he happily takes your gold from you. I pay him. I say, that's pretty good throwing right there. And I, you want to go again, double or nothing? I, I don't yes. know if that would be a wise thing. Yes. Nick Silas says, do it. Bong says, what do you... Let me ask you a question. What are you doing working here for? You've obviously working. got some skills. Yeah, working. You just This is just entertainment. I'm a tailor. A tailor? A tailor. No way. Yeah. You just made mm-hmm. a year's wage. At least in the What's great that? Ci- in the great city you just made a year's wage. Well, you know, the hive and villainy of the great city is no Silmar. It may uh, not be so great after all. Alright, double or nothing. He smiles. He goes, there you go. And he goes, go ahead. You go first. No, you go first this time. He nods, and he goes ahead and throws. Yes. <laughs> He's trying to throw the game. That would be a natural one. Yep. His dart goes flying wildly away. He goes, oh, <clears throat> uh, not my greatest throw. That probably wasn't so great either. <laughs> <laughs> so he got zero. I'd give him you... a glass of whiskey. Oh, he goes, no, no, thank you, but I- I'm fine. I have my drink of choice over here. This He's got this here's... mug over there. This right here is better. You get one point for hitting the body. He declines your drink. He throws again, and he hits one of the wings. He gets him two points. And... I threw an eight. You got an eight. You get another body hit for one point. So he's one ahead of me? Tied now because he missed the board the first okay. time. So it's two to two. He throws again. Oh, he smiles. God, <laughs> I think you're playing me. Uh, he smiles as he hits one of the legs. Body shot. Uh, that's a wing shot. So you wing get shot. a wing shot for two. Mm. So now the score is four to seven. Last throw. He throws again. I, I push he, him when he throws. He burns luck to get a wing shot and your throw. If I were a halfling, I would burn some luck. I am a halfling and I don't have luck to burn. Uh, yeah. You <laughs> save your luck. Oh, crap. Oh. I throw it right in his eye. <laughs> your dart goes wild and he wins again, so he collects his two gold from you. Well, that's pretty good. Why don't you come over here and have a drink with us? What's your name again? Are you guys buying? Yeah, we're buying. At least somebody is buying. <laughs> uh, he says his name is Narkel. 
Narkel. We'll set yep. him down between Bong and Baptist. We'll get kind of close to him. So, uh, a drink. He, he comes over and sits with the guys. He gives a wink over at Jargon and he goes, Hello, the lady up there. He points over at the redheaded playing the loot. <laughs> Do it, Jargon. Uh, Jargon says, I did, yes. Mm, she's mighty fine. Her name's Brianna. That a fact. It is. So, what brings you folks to town? Vacation. Vacation in Silomar? Yeah. We're from the great city. This place is compared to that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. Practically a resort town. Well, that's why we're vacationing here. <laughs> he seems to be looking jargon up and down a little bit. Like, he Jarkin almost wants to reach over and. Partial to his presence. <laughs> so, what are you doing, Tom? I'm a tailor. Is that a fact? Yeah, it looks like you might be able to use some of my services. Uh, just might be What's able your to. name? I'm Jargon. Jargon. Fancy that. You should swing by the shop and get you looking like quite the ladies' man. Do I by chance... Do I by chance <laughs> recognize his name? <laughs> you do not. Okay. Where's your uh, Where's your shop located, if I could ask? Uh, it's over in the common district, just a couple blocks away. Okay. I may have to look uh, you up. I definitely do. We could clean you right up. The Baptist asked what his shop hours are. Jargon is going to very casually unbutton the top two buttons of his shirt so that the, the top of the brand can be kind of visible through it. <laughs> he, like, almost winces. He doesn't say anything, but you can almost see him wince at the scar. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be covering that up, and he could help you with that. And Jargon's just going to kind of observe from here. <laughs> Uh, uh, Narco replies that he tends to wander in around 10, knocks off around 4. Okay. Can I just make a middle note? And I assume that you would have no problem helping my friends here should they seek your services. Oh, definitely not. I mean, I'll charge you, of course, but I'll, I'll give you a great rate. Oh, we appreciate that. That's very kind. Of you do clothes for normal people. As oh, well. definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Some of the finest dressed folks in this town come to me. Oh, we may have to no, see don't worry. We won't be to see you because none of us here are normal. <laughs> I'll say, well, we, we may have to speak of dyes. Uh, my family comes from a long line of dyers. Oh, really? Really. <laughs> Not too unlike this one here. No, just <laughs> <laughs> he motions for Lady Shantessa to bring another round of drinks. He said, another round of drinks for the for my new friends, and he. Motions to her, make mine an extra tall. <laughs> <laughs> Insert short joke here. <laughs> what is he? Is he like kind of middle aged? Is he a little older, a little younger kind of guy? Um, as far as a halfling age. is concerned, middle aged for a halfling. Okay. He continues to roll a coin across his knuckles quite a bit. It seems to be like a nervous habit of his. Is it a normal coin or is it got? It's gold. Just a regular gold coin. Yep. Does Vixila recognize this guy? Like, is he on the up and up, or does she, knows she know anything about him? He, he is a tailor in town. You don't you don't really know him, but you know okay. of him that there's a halfling tailor in town, and this uh, narco must be him. Doesn't seem like a lot of halflings around. Doesn't seem like a lot of halflings in Silomar. Yeah, I was going to say, what brought you to uh, what brought you to here? Silomar is sort of a melting pot. The uh, the mining brings in an influx of money, and I like to make my services available, and it's proven quite profitable to me. Hmm. Makes sense. Where do you uh, where do you hail from originally? 
uh, land south of here. But I've been here. I call this my hometown. I've been here for at least 10 years. Mm, okay. So, Meta, would that be about accurate where he's claiming to be from? And, like, would, that wouldn't necessarily be, like, the same general region as where Jargon's from, though, I don't think. It, nah, I don't know if it's the same region, but uh, it, it seems reasonable to say that he was probably from the south. Seems legit. Yeah, seems legit. So what's Brianna's deal? Oh, she comes here, she uh, sings, plays the lute. The crowd enjoys her. I enjoy her sometimes. Bastard. No, just <laughs> what? Come again? <laughs> Um. So in making nice, we'll continue conversation. I'm sure, just kind of, you know, what do you do? The whole like get to know you feel. Yep. And jargon casually will say something to the effect of, uh, and "We were we were actually told to look up a couple of uh, old friends from the great city. Had a couple of friends of ours there were wondering uh, how they were. Hadn't heard from them. Would the names?" Uh, uh, Hargan and Lantis sound familiar, like where we might be able to help find them. Hargan and Lantis. Hmm. Um. Let's see. The name Lantis doesn't sound familiar at all. Um. Hargan. And he seems to scratch his head and he drinks a little more out of his mug. And it is an extra tall mug. It's taller than the rest of your mugs. Um, <laughs> and he thinks about it. Um. And he says, Hargan, that name sounds somewhat familiar. I can't quite place it. I haven't heard Lantis. That, that name is completely unfamiliar to me. Uh, you know, I almost want to say Hargan is a friend or an acquaintance of, uh, oh, shoot, I lose the name, uh, of uh, Mortimer Underwood. Uh, he's, he's the local undertaker here. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. huh. Okay. We have friends back in the great city who hadn't heard from other friends for so long. And so we figured, you know, since we were going to come here, just see if they were around. That's it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he stays in town. I, I thought he was just a person that passed through occasionally. But I, I believe he has a business with uh, Mortimer Underwood uh, on occasion. But the, the name Lantis does not ring a bell. I am not sure who that is. Do you, do you know what he looks like? A description of him or something? I honestly don't really know. I was just told to toss the name out and see if anybody knew anything. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not really told, but asked, you know. So I figured, we're here already. Might as well just give it a shot. Of course. Of course. And he finishes his mug of ale and motions over to Lady Shuntessa to bring another round to the group. Bong asking about white clothes um, for, like, making a suit of clothes. How much to make a suit of clothes? Yeah. What do you charge? Hopefully less he, than two gold pieces. He, he motions for you to stand up a bit. <laughs> he gets out of his measuring tape and starts... Stands on his chair. Uh, he eyes you up and down. He goes, how nice of clothes. You, you looking good at the... How, what do you need these clothes to do? A fancy dress. A fancy dress? Yeah. I can put you together for something real nice for about three gold, I bet. Right. You'd be most impressive. I might come by and see you tomorrow. Definitely, please do. <laughs> Every so often throughout the course of the conversation, Jargon is checking his money pouch that he has stored, like hidden on his person, to make sure it hasn't moved. Because <laughs> he doesn't trust other halflings. Yeah, uh, Vixila stopped drinking a long time ago just to make sure that, you know, she can keep an eye on whatever this group does, too, so... <laughs> a little embarrassed in her hometown. 
<laughs> or does she? Excuse not to return home. Huh? <laughs> you never know. They always say you can never go home again, so maybe we'll find out why. <laughs> uh, Every group has a Baptist. <laughs> What are you talking about? Baps being good. He yeah, is, actually. Let's hope not. Because <laughs> he's high. <laughs> he's like nodding out because he's smoked so much over. Yeah, he's, right now. he's kind of in a haze. Yeah, that's good. He needs to be in a haze for once. He's just real, real close to this halfling. <laughs> <laughs> Do we, like, when we were talking to him about um, Hargan and Lantis, did we happen to, like, catch any. Any ticks or facial, you know, like his eyes raised or any any tells that he was kind of shocked that we asked about not really. those names. Not really. Uh, he he seemed to legitimately not recognize the name Lantis. The Hargan. It seemed like he was genuinely trying to genuinely trying to search through his memory banks as to, uh, yeah, who's who's he hang out with, and uh, he, he mentioned the Mortimer Underwood name. Aside from like his quote-unquote ladies man like kind of front does he seem like just kind of a genuine dude like we, we don't get any like ill vibe from him or does he seem a little seedy because i mean we would be able to smell our own the seediest he seems is he seems to be playing you for drinks right wait i thought he was buying no i, th- I saw that coming oh yeah 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 he's drinking on you guys that's, that's fine that's oh, why he sort of cool. stopped the dark game and and oh, that's uh, fine. That's fine. headed over yeah, if it doesn't seem like he's being seedy other than, like, just getting free drinks off us, I'm fine with that. Like, I really, whatever, it's a bar tab, I've got plenty of money. I was more concerned about false info and needing to kill somebody on the first night. And and Hargan is, um, he works with The Undertaker, or he is The Undertaker? Oh, no, he didn't even work for, just transactions. Uh, he's not, I don't think he lives in town, he's a guy that passes through town sometimes, and seems to have business i always assumed he just did business with uh mortimer underwood who actually owns umberwood coffins don't you think that's uh, weird a coffin maker i don't he's a grave digger narco do you think that's weird that some guy comes through town and has business with an undertaker but he's not burying people um, and what was the name of the undertaker again oh uh, there it is mortimer got it uh i guess i didn't think much about it i mean i figured you know we got these mountain fir trees that make great coffins i figured he was exporting coffins or taking i don't know what his well, business that would make is sense. that would make sense that's weird he guzzles down his tall he seems really seems to be able to hold his alcohol quite well we give is him he, a bunch uh, more let's give him is a he bunch changing more. his is he changing at all i mean his, his sort of speech or his mannerisms um, he's probably got a bit of a buzz on, uh, and in, in fact, his original mug is sitting on the table, and one of you guys will notice that all that's in that mug is water. The mugs he's drinking now has alcohol in them, but mm-hmm. when he was drinking, when he was playing darts, was water. He was sober as a judge, I knew that. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's just now getting his buzz on. Well, you figure, and he was either playing darts to earn enough money tonight to, <clears throat> to drink, or getting people like you guys to buy his drinks. Bong whispers whoever's mm-hmm. closest to him. Like, let's get this guy drunk and go over to Mortimer's tonight. Nothing seedy about that on night one? Nope. <laughs> this group does not believe in rest. <laughs> <laughs> Off to what rock tonight? We're all healed now. There's no point to rest. 
<laughs> well, I mean, that's true. That is a very valid point. What's that now? Sand healed everybody to full. Yeah, I still don't so. have luck. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Well, we got this halfling with us, and he's got luck that to is, spare. That's we'll, just, like, we'll use him as our drunk, our drunk battery. That just calls him jargon when he talks to him, and he'll ask. He'll ask him to, to get Brianna to come uh, join us when she's finished with her set. Baptist is going to ask Jargon to go get her? No, he calls the other halfling Jargon. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Uh, does your little friend here have an eye on Brianna? Little friend? We're the same size. <laughs> same team. This guy's cocky as all get out. That's fine. He thinks you're poorly dressed. That's fine. I think he's an idiot. No, we'd like to buy a drink. She's supremely talented. We'd like. Oh, no, are you guys her buying drink. her drinks too? Why not? Let me see what I can do. And he gets up from the table and he sort of saunters across the room. Uh, he waves to this table over here, who Bong, Bong was scouting out with the, the the testosterone rushes going on over there. Is it like and frat boys or something? It's just yeah, the frat boy table. Uh, who are a little loud and, and stuff like that. And he walks up to O about here and he catches Brianna's attention. He motions her over and makes this drinking motion and then heads back to your table. Is she a halfling? She is not. Okay, I, I didn't think she was, but I kind of yeah. got... No, she is not. She's a uh, rather attractive-looking redhead. And uh, he gets back to the table and goes, she'll be over when she finishes up the song. <clears throat> and the song ends um, and she excuses herself from the front of the room. She gets a couple claps from about the room. Uh, she sort of leans her loot up against the wall over here and she walks over to your table and uh, she nods to Narkel and says, hello Narkel. Uh, you guys find drinks over here? When she sits down with us, does anybody seem to notice? Is there anybody that like... This table over here, where about these four or five people sit, seem to be inquisitive. Jargon's awesome. going to like kind of raise his hand to her, like, I'll buy you a drink. And then he's going to raise his hand to, what's her name? Chantessa. Lady Shantessa. Shantessa. Uh, so, Brianna comes over and sort of pulls up a chair right up next to Jargon. Damn right. Uh, and it waits for her drink to arrive. Uh, Narco motions for more drinks around the table. <laughs> the table's getting lots of mugs and drinks, and there's whiskey being poured, and there's bread being brought out, and there's, uh, you know, cheeses, plates of cheeses, and fruit being brought out to the table. Uh, How much have we already spent? <laughs> shoot. Uh, I, I think you guys have spent it all, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Seriously, no, we've spent all. We've spent it all before he got here. He actually has money, so don't. He's cool. I mean, you guys. Let's see. The He's got drinking money. The whiskey was the most expensive. You probably dropped twenty five, thirty gold. Oh crap! Oh, so far. Yeah. Well, the whiskey was very expensive. I would say uh, so. we, we've we've dropped thirty five gold total so far. Yeah, total, not per across okay, the whole yeah, table. Uh, no, 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 no. Right. Oh, you're talking about each now thirty five gold no, each. The whole table. Yeah. Okay. 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 I will tell. Um, Vixila will get up like at one point when Shantess is walking away and just kind of like, you know, lightly put her hand on her shoulder and just say, hey, 
cut us off at 50 and just let it like <laughs> trust me these boys will be in here we'll we'll have, we'll have many good nights as long as we're here in town but cut them off <laughs> so we don't spend so we don't spend all of our i mean we're there we're all staying here too so yeah, she nods an understanding, and uh, she seems to, uh, she seems to agree that she will cut you guys off at fifty. Yeah, I match. <laughs> Anytime Narkel tries to speak, Babis will just talk over him and cut him off. Nice. <laughs> Jargon's gonna be talking to Brianna, getting to know her better. No, oh, she leans in a little bit. She seems to be interested in everything you have to say. Is she human? Um. She has elfish like uh, she has like a cross between human and elfish like oh, features. Oh, Jargon sucked. Jargon's good. He's 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 like yes. He now has a goal. <laughs> and uh, she talks to you guys a little bit. And uh, what brings you guys to town? You guys gonna be having a good time tonight? Oh, we're here on vacation. Vacation in Silomar. Yeah, he's gonna kind of lean in a little bit and say, "We're from the great city." You <laughs> <laughs> came all that and way from the great city to here. It's quite well, here. This is my hometown too. Oh, it is. I don't. I don't think I recognized you. She seems to have that jealousy look, like she almost looks down upon Vixila. Vixila is like a is built like a tank. She's built like a dwarf, only like a foot or foot and a half taller. She's short and stocky, and like I don't know if you guys have seen the photo that I have for her character on our. Uh, yeah, I think I did. <laughs> yeah, where she's like just she's a she's a. We would say she's healthy. She's a healthy gal with a big ass warhammer. So, but I mean, if the if the if the skinny um skinny redhead bitch wants to give me <laughs> lip, Jeffrey, I mean, we can. I mean, I can take care of that. I mean, depending on how much. I look over. I look over at Jargon. Actually, we'll say this openly. I'll look over at Jargon and be like, "Do you like her for the face, or is it mostly the body?" <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna kind of look at her like, really, the one chance I possibly had. Just showing up, Bad just laughs. Uncontrollably. Can it be both? And smacks Nargle on the back as hard as he can. <laughs> he calls him Dragon again. It, it, you hit him so hard, you have to spit some of his alcohol out, and it goes. <laughs> Across the table, uh, as he lurches forward. Up to Brianna, I'm hoping. No, it does not hit her. There's, she's more down towards Jargon, a little, little off angle from him. <laughs> he just looked at the notes file. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna, tavern musician and future ex-wife of Jargon. You <laughs> <laughs> love them redheads. Oh man. <laughs> It's, let me ask a question though. Like her, her hair, right? Is it curly red hair? Is it straight red hair? Kind of. Uh, I want to get a visual here. Straight red hair. He looked like okay. a book like he wrote that down. All right, we can we can work with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, well, Vixila will. She'll since she's settled. You know, whatever. I don't want to go to bed and leave these guys up, but. At some point, she's like, I think we probably ought to uh, 
bed down for the evening so we can get up in the morning and work on, you know, she'll say it in like hushed tones to the group trying to like whenever Narkel and Brianna are occupied with something else. Um, Babis ignores her and drinks some more whiskey. <laughs> with the cue, I think Jargon will actually agree. He's going to carefully saunter over to the bar to start working on paying the tab. Yeah, What, you guys calling it a night? Somewhere close, close to the Proto Drake. He wants to stand near it. Does he seem to be affected by his drinks in any at all yet? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a uh, he's a bit tipsy now. I mean, it, he's got, you can tell he's got a uh, sky-high tolerance, but yeah, he's a bit tipsy, uh, a little more glassy-eyed uh, and stuff. And he seems ready to order more. Yeah, I say let's... I think we should pick this guy's brains for how we can get money in this town quick and easy. Yeah. Do you know how to sew? Hell no. That's woman's work. Vic <laughs> 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 Sela looks over at him and says, God, this Do you almost... like the face or is it just the body? <laughs> this, is, this is almost as bad as the, the, the sea captain. <laughs> That's what my thought was. <laughs> Well, Jargon already paid the fifty dollar or fifty gold note or the tab because I'm assuming we got up there too pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, but over the course of the evening, you guys will certainly hit the fifty gold. I mean, I'm not saying we're done chatting with the dude. I'm just saying up to this point, we're paid up. Okay. Um, He says, "Well, what are you guys good at?" Drinking. What do you think we're good at? Well, not sewing apparently, and certainly not dressing well. Don't know how you expect to get jobs looking the way you guys do. We don't like yeah. regular jobs. If you... Did he say that? Like he he realizes he lives in a mining town, right? Like, he does. This is a pretty industrious area, I'm sure, and there's people that dress worse than us and positive. Yeah, oh yeah, well, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not sure about worse, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, on, on par, on level, yes. But um, um, he says, "Well, I mean, what, what's your guys' forte?" Well, do, you, do you have skills? I mean, you could gamble, I guess. I mean, that's how I pay for my drinks at night. I mean, Jargon's a dyer, so he could always help him with if he needs help with some dyeing stuff every now and then. But I mean, if you've like got to. some unique colors and formulas, that may be a, a suitable arrangement. Well, he might be willing to speak to him about it then. All right, if he doesn't seem to know what we're talking about, I quit talking to him about it. Baptist is going to attempt to pick his pocket. Okay. <laughs> Man, that opium is something. <laughs> it makes him steadier. <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought that one that you rolled there for Baptist was his roll for a pickpocket. No, that was the dart throwing. <laughs> you burn a one luck, you said? I'm going to burn a luck, so that puts okay. it to 24. Okay. Um... You managed to pick his coin purse off of him. I will drop the coin purse on him and say that's the kind of work we do. He looks up in shock like, how dare you? I thought we were friends. We are friends. If we weren't friends, I would have kept it. Um, Jargon double checks his quick. So he leans into the table and he's like, uh, you guys are a bunch of thieves? Not a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Vixila's like, thieves may be a hard, 
harsh word. We do um, work that most people won't do. And we're for hire. We're adventurers <laughs> and fortune seekers. Uh, we do some spite trading. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have representatives in um, exotic locales. We've been to different planets, man. Well, I'm not telling this fool that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I'm not too familiar in such things. I really pretty much make clothes, and I come here, throw some darts, so I make a little bit of drinking money, and then I, I have a good time. Is there Has there been any issues with, like, you trade outside the city, right? A little bit, mainly to the, some of the the merchants that handle the exporting piece for me. They'll come to my shop and you know take some orders, and then they'll they'll ship it out for me. But do you know of any of the merchants that export have been having? And at this point in time, Jargon was like kind of slurring his his words before, but he's speaking clearly now because he was just nursing one beer. So he's just like, has any of the merchants had any issues with like being ransacked while while shipping out of town that you heard of? I mean, there's always caravan guards. They run between here and the Great City. I mean, they always like to have a, a contingent of, of guards if you're looking to hire on as caravan guards. I mean, I'm just asking if they've been proven successful or have they still been getting hit? Uh, they still get hit, but, you know, it's been an acceptable risk so far. Gotcha. So, it's a, <laughs> so it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> Probably the spot to stop. Uh you guys have seen a little bit in the end of the slumbering drake. You guys can either... Is there any other pressing things to ask the halfling, or is this a good spot to sort of like retire for the evening? This is probably a good spot. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of interested. I was going to ask if um, if he had heard anything about Castle White Rock lately. Um, um, he can provide one piece of information about Castle White Rock. He... Um, he says that he's heard that there's a secretive group of arcanists that congregate at the castle ruins on moonless nights to conduct terrible rituals. Uh, so he, he stays away. He's safe in town. But that, that's a rumor he hears, that there's some sort of crazy, terrible rituals that happen out at the, the ruins on moonless nights. Hmm. Interesting. And he advises you best stay away from there. Monty might be curious about that. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Santh might. Um... What kind of person would want to conduct their stuff on the new moon? That just seems crazy. Yeah. And wrong. It's true. So right now, Nudie Class is the only one that is left. Correct. I mean, I'm still. If if if. if Aram, was that right? Aram and Aram and Colgram, um, but you were dismissing Colgram and keeping Aram, right? Right. Aram's still friendly. Colgram would likely travel back to the great city and willingly, you know, help for protection for the group that heads back to the great city. Yeah, I've been I've been playing like Aram and Colgram and Santh probably already left. Like when Nuni Klaus headed out, I'm assuming all those that were heading at least back to the great city headed out at that time. <clears throat> Is that a safe assumption, Matt, or are you thinking... Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm just looking for a place to bong, for Bong to get off, which he might just have to go on anyway with a caravan guard or something. Well, we can always say we can always say that they stayed at the inn and rested up. They can leave in the morning if you want to do that. They would probably want to rest up, too, so... 
Yeah, we could do that. I mean, that was fine. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of rooms for everybody, and then for people to part ways in the morning or something like that. Yeah, let's just let's just pick it up there. Then we can okay. that'll give that'll give us some time to chat about it on the boards and finalize any okay who's That's doing cool. what stuff. And uh, I mean, and uh, um, Narco seems like a regular here at the end. So even if like we advance it to let it, you know, you guys sleep for the night, we pick it up in the morning. You suspect he'll be back here at night. Th- that very night, so it's not like this is a connection you wouldn't be able to speak to again. Or if something. he works in town, then we can easily find him by going to his shop if need be. Yep, that too. It'd be easy to find him at his shop too. Yeah. So. Cool. So cool. Just up to his room. He made it past that now. Dixie will make sure everybody gets to their rooms. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So we'll wrap it there. Uh, we can do any kind of readjustment we need to do on the community group and figure out where to go from there. Okay. Cool. Sounds cool. good. Yeah. Awesome. Great yeah. game, guys. Cool. Talk to you later, guys. Yeah. Have a good night, guys. Yeah. See you. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast. Please stop by irontavern.com forward slash podcast and tell us what you think.